So coming back to this building self-confidence, I love this topic because to be really frank, one of the most difficult things to do is to be in a friendship when someone doesn't have self-confidence or to be in a work environment when one person really doesn't feel confident in themselves and it can create a discord. It can create an uneasiness, a resentment, or this sense of hostility, whether in a friendship engagement or even in a workplace environment. And so this article for kids, I thought, boy, do we all need this in many respects. So the first thing that is brought up by Christine Ponsard in this article is confidence encourages. And again, remember, she's talking specifically about building this in kids, but we can learn a lot from this. She talks about how saying things such as bravo and good job to a little child who's perhaps broken a dish in an effort to help with dishes, maybe putting away the dishes from the dishwasher, whatever it might be, can acknowledge this confidence in them participating, even if it's not done perfectly. And as I was thinking about this, I went, wow, this is pretty darn applicable to that self-speech that some people will talk about, how it's so important to encourage yourself and what you're doing. So say you're struggling with something, you're lacking a little bit of confidence, you can say, hey, maybe this is the first time I've tried this. I'm actually doing pretty darn well. And you kind of give yourself a little bit of a pat on the back. Now, some people might say, oh, that's prideful. no. It's actually acknowledging I'm trying to do something. It may not be perfect, but I'm trying. Now, this can also be done, I would say, in marriage with your spouse, where perhaps there are things that you're doing for the first time in marriage, or you're taking on the responsibilities and tasks of the other spouse that are usually done to try and help help out or pitch in. And sometimes it's easy to criticize rather than encourage. But when we instill confidence in a spouse, a child, maybe someone we're working with or a friend, it actually can really make a difference. And ultimately, this confidence boosting encouragement, when I think about it, has a lot to do with just trying to do something. Not saying I'm not capable, not making excuses, just doing it. One of the things I learned about myself when I both danced and ice skated, I danced for far longer than I ice skated, was that for me, I just had to try it. I couldn't um, wait. I couldn't, you know, kind of try to like, you know, understand every single little principle, which I still try to do before doing something. But if I just kind of try to grasp the big picture, understand the components and start trying to work through it, well, that can actually build confidence by working through it and not saying I have to have it perfect right away. The same can be said for kids, ourselves, and how we boost confidence in other people. The second theme for confidence boosting is that confidence is contagious. Specifically from the perspective of a parent, when a parent is someone who is confident or shows confidence in their child, it begins to build that child up. And in fact, it's what parenting is. To help that child understand that you're confident in yourself as their parent so that they themselves can be confident in their own identity. So I love this confidence is contagious as listed in this article. But as I think about these two topics, confidence encourages and confidence is contagious, I realize that in order to build confidence in ourselves or others, we also have to develop virtue. So in order to build confidence and encouragement and just trying things out, that means we have to have the virtue of patience, both with ourselves and with others. 
In order to show that confidence is contagious, that means that we have to have humility. For example, as a parent trying to show confidence to your child, or maybe an employer or a team leader working with your team, you have to show that both you're confident in yourself and them, but also that you're humble enough to grow, to receive feedback, and much more. So when we think about this, this is all about character formation. The third of the four things in building confidence in children, but again, I say in building confidence in ourselves as well, is that confidence is a demanding attitude. It expects a lot, both in terms of expectations of ourselves, but also in expectations of others. In having this demanding attitude at the same time, we should be instilling this attitude in others and in ourselves that they are not alone, nor are we. And that starts by remembering we're a creature before the creator. And that if we're going to have this demanding attitude of ourselves, even though it's demanding, it's not just me, myself, and I getting things done. That's a great path to failure and burnout. And the same thing with others. Even though we might be demanding of confidence in others, there has to be this acknowledgement sometimes we're going to drop the ball, fail, outright fail. And struggle, but we have to be willing to reach out to others. And so with that, that comes yet again, I would say, back to that virtue of humility and patience with ourselves. Because in order to have that confidence being built, I think that that's the missing component. Virtue is necessary. Slowing down, letting go, humility, remember to become like the dirt, to become like the dirt, which God created the dirt and he created you and I. We are infinitely more great than the dirt. However, we are still far, far less than what God is. And there's humility in that and reminds us to be patient with, our, patient with ourselves. Finally, confidence is given and received. I love these four points because confidence being both given and received teaches that confidence has to be built. It has to be fostered within yourself and others. In the article, it talks about this from the perspective of having a teenager and working with your teenager to have trust in them. And perhaps your teenager lied to you about something. You're not really sure if you can have that trust in them again, but you also want to provide the opportunity to rebuild that trust. And so building trust, building confidence, building ownership in a friendship, in a responsibility, in marriage, in the workplace, requires, I would say, a sense of honesty with ourselves. And that's a virtue as well. And so in order to build confidence, which I think sometimes is thought of in a secular perspective as somewhat prideful at times, it really is something that is virtuous. Because it demands patience, it demands honesty, it demands humility. So when you start working on building confidence in yourself, your spouse, your child, or even the people you work with, know that that starts with how you view confidence as well, and what virtues you're working on implementing. And in fact, a little later on during the show, I'll talk about how working on one virtue this Advent is actually a great way to grow and form your character. And now is a better time than ever for that. 